Welcome to the official catch-up. Today I'm joined by Tyne Castle manager uh, Callum Elliott. How are you doing, Callum? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, as I, as I keep saying, uh, just trying to keep these going uh, due to isolation and stuff like that. And uh, I think everyone's appreciate, appreciating the, the football chat at the moment. How are you, uh, how are you keeping uh, with, with all that's going on? Uh, it's just like probably everybody else. It's just trying to keep yourself busy and keep your mind occupied and um, mentally try and just... Um, Keep your family um, in the same kind of like mind frame, and like make sure everybody's as safe as possible because it is like such like kind of difficult and like horrible circumstances that nobody probably could have predicted three four weeks ago. So it's um, strange times. Absolutely, and and uh, you know I appreciate you coming on because Tynecastle for me, and I'm not just saying this because you're on, but I always thought that Tynecastle were probably. They should have been in the East of Scotland Premier. Um, I think the team that you put together there has been brilliant. You guys are obviously undefeated in the, the First Division Conference B. You're, t- you're 20 points clear. With, well, you played three more games than, than Hellfield Swifts, but it looked like you, you were marching on to the to the, the, the Premier. Aye, like, to be honest with you, I don't think we deserve to go up. Like, if you look back at um, like the season before, because like, we were in a, like, a very tough league. We obviously had Bonnerig, Bonest, Trenent. Dundonald, like Lovian, Addington, and like Crossgates as well. So it was they were in a tough league. So the boys had to suffer the year before. So like what we um, what we learned from that year was that we had to obviously get better to try and match some of these teams. So we like, we think that we've done that, and obviously um, like the boys have had like an unbelievable kind of league campaign. And um, you know I think if you know I think we've had five games cancelled, and if you'd probably looked at the probably games that we've had cancelled, the points that we could have probably picked up in those games, like we probably would have been in a position where we, we could possibly have already been um, promoted. And that's not being disrespectful to any other teams, but that's just like the, the probably where we're at and the belief that I've got in the players. And like, I, I think, you know, obviously these the situation that we're actually in, I think it was absolutely the right decision to obviously postpone the games until it, it's um, safe to resume, but we're obviously looking to try and make sure that like, once once everything gets cleared up, that it's that there is some like clarity into like, what's actually going to happen, into whether the season's going to get finished, with when it's going to resume, and uh, we just need to probably even for the players as well, because they'll be sitting waiting and wondering what's actually going on as well. Yeah, absolutely, and I think uh, to be honest, uh, looking. You know, looking at the points you've put on the board, and obviously, as I mentioned, these guys are undefeated. Uh, I, I think it would be a, a bit of a shame if you didn't get promoted to the Premier. Ah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, we, we wouldn't want to be promoted to the, the Premier without having play, like, without playing the games, but we're still to to play because like, we wouldn't have, um, you know, like ultimately deserved the right because we've not been um, like promoted in the season which we've done. We've not picked up the points which we needed, but. You know, I think I think there has to be some common sense and like morally, like there has to be the like the right thing which needs to happen. The season needs to be completed because, like, I think if it's a pyramid system, then I think to like, for the integrity of that pyramid, I think you have to have promotions and relegations. And I think the boys that we've got deserve the opportunity to to test themselves. Hopefully, if if we pick up the points, if the season gets resumed, um, in the one that. We- and they deserve the opportunity to test themselves at a higher level. Yeah, absolutely, and and it's interesting you you say that because obviously um I, I think uh, you know I spoke to like Nathan Austin and Kelly Hearts and he's saying 
something similar. I think it would be um, depending on the situation. I don't. I think it'd be a, a wee bit of a shame if, if things were now void because you know the season would be rendered meaningless. But you know, even himself, he was basically saying if you know he wants to go out and and earn promotion, it's not quite the same as just being given it. Ah, no, definitely. I think like probably that goes across the board for ev- every team that's in the, a such a, a, like a, a position towards. I, I just don't see how we could possibly um, just like null and void the season because you, you could then you then have the the situation with the null and void the season. We've got like seventy five percent of our players are under twenty four. So like what happens with them in terms of compensation for the following year? I'd, would we if if they decide um, decided not to same with us next year, would we be due compensation for them? Because technically the, the league campaign's not actually existed. So like, there's issues which need to be probably spoken about and resolved. And I'm sure like, you know, there's people like, a lot cleverer than myself that'll be deciding making these decisions. So we just hope that um like the correct decision does get made. And like I'm sure that like, you know every single Player would be willing once once everything once it's safe to return would be would want to play like three games a week four games a week because they, um, every single player is missing playing football and probably sometimes it takes an incident like this to probably for boys like coaching staff like everybody involved with it, like the club certainly at Tynecastle to appreciate how lucky they are to to be in you know in a kind of progressive club and everybody wants to do well and you know we, we, we want the opportunity to finish it off but ultimately you know there is far more um, concern and things which like, need to probably uh, like take kind of precedent at this moment in time and we, we just have to wait until it, it's um, as I said before it's safe to return and once it's safe to return then we hope that we get to finish off the campaign really. Yeah you, you've kind of answered it but I think the majority of people listening in will know you from your time, obviously, with, with, with Hearts. Uh, they've obviously been struggling a wee bit this season. Mm. Um, you know, there's there's big questions whether they'll still be in the Premiership if, if uh, you know, things don't go ahead. But I think uh, from from what I'm, I'm, I'm gathering from you, Callum, you'd rather that the season gets played out. Uh, am I right in saying that? Ah, definitely. I think, you know, if, if a team finishes bottom, they deserve to go down. They've had to feel weak. weak you know, it's difficult now because... Like, even the teams and the section, not everybody's played everybody. So you, you, it's difficult to get a, a proper measure where everybody's at because everybody's not played the same teams. And, and I think it's impossible to make a decision on like the standings where they're at right now. I don't think that would be fair. Um, but at the same time, you, you know, if a team's bottom, you know, and they deserve to go down. Like they, um, you know, they've not picked enough, not picked up enough points and. Um, they, you know, they they have to, you know, look at themselves and probably question why they've not done that. Yeah, uh, and, and as for yourself as a player, Callum, you obviously, you know, you played in the highest levels of sort of Scottish football, and and uh, what what are your sort of feelings on the quality of the likes of the Lone League of the East of Scotland at the moment? Um, I, I think a lot of people would be genuinely surprised by the the, the standards um, within it. I think obviously it's. But the higher level you go up, I think, like even from the like the con- the conference which we are in to to go up to the Premier, I think there is a big gulf, um, in the the qual- not so much the quality of players, but I think like probably players players probably look after themselves a, li- a little bit more, and then probably when you go from the Premier to the Lowland League again, 
is probably that jump up. But I don't think there's a massive difference in quality between each section. I just think probably the like there's players probably have got a little bit more pride in um, how they look after themselves. But like everybody plays at the level that they're playing it for a reason, and um, you know I, I think certainly the. The Premier League is a good league. I think there's a lot of clubs investing a lot of money, and it's the same with the Lowland League. And I think you know, I think you see in a one-off in the Lowland League teams and the Premier te- teams have played teams in the football leagues that they, they can compete. But I think it, you would then find it quite difficult to do that over the course of like 38 games. I think that's when you would need to again like invest again and probably bring in more players which were uh, capable of playing at like that kind of level. But I don't think there's a massive massive jump I just think probably players have got more experience and probably got um, a little bit more about them in terms of being able, like, looking after themselves in a little bit higher standards Yeah and and obviously the, the, the main talking points really before all, all this sort of happened was uh, the West of Scotland does it worry uh, the likes of yourselves you know where the West of Scotland team's coming in uh, that makes promotion to the Lowland League you know that wee bit harder <laughs> to be honest with you, not 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 really at Tynecastle. Like I think if like probably for us, like to ask to go up into the the Premier League, I, I think that would be a huge achievement. I think for us to then go up and compete in the Premier League would be like a big achievement. I don't think it's something that necessarily concerns us at this moment in time. We're we're miles off that. Like, um, the greatest respect to the club, but like you know, there probably is. There might be clubs at the top end of the the Premier like looking at and wondering, um, you know, looking at the logistics of it and, and probably are unsure about what's actually going to happen. It's not something that, to be honest with you, that I've actually kind of like taken a lot of interest in because like my main interest is in like what we're doing at this moment in time and making sure that like we are the best possible um, club that we can be. And one thing I do have to ask is, uh, how, how's Jordan Hopkinson getting on? I know him fairly well uh, from his time at Civil Service Strollers. Is he... Is he behaving? <laughs> um, uh, Jordan's Jordan. I don't think Jordan will ever, ever change. I think Jordan can be his, his own worst enemy, but there's no doubt. And like, if, if he's concentrating and he's, his, his head's like fully switched on, like there's a, like a serious player there. But it's it's making sure that he does that like every single week. Um, but like again, like he's done well for us this season, and I think he'd probably like, openly admit himself that he could probably do have done a little bit better and handle certain situations a little bit better. But I like to honest, like we've got a lot of time from as a boy and um again like he's done well for us. In terms of uh, Tynecastle, I think it's from what I know of the club, um, from what I've seen of the you know the facilities and stuff, it's well run. Uh, as I said, mate, I think you're doing a fantastic job. The boys are doing a fantastic job. But um obviously there's a lot of teams struggling at the moment due to not getting revenue. Is there anything that Tynecastle are doing at the moment? The thing with probably Tynecastle, Tynecastle don't have I wouldn't say like they don't have like a massive fan like they don't have massive fan base. We we probably rely on like opposition teams coming and mm-hmm. um increasing the attendances that we certainly get home. And I think that was one of the big things for us that we we wanted to go up because we like, there would be that increase in um, attendance for us next season. But with regards to us, like probably generating um, like money in, in the short term with everything that's going on, it's not something that um, like we're really kind of like doing at the minute because we, we don't have that probably core of people that like do kind of like come to, to come to our games. It's mostly kind of family, friends, and 
um, you know, like, like certainly for myself, like I, I've got to make sure like the, like the players get looked after because like, as much as it's important to the club, like the, the players have like given me absolutely everything this season, so we'll make sure that we do everything that we possibly can to honour the players' contracts because the players have been like absolutely incredible this season. So that that is something for for me which has to be like an absolute non-negotiable. Yeah, absolutely, and that's really great to hear, Callum. And uh, how are the spirits like? Are, are the are you keeping in contact with the boys? Are you giving them routines to do? Ah, like the, like the players have. Um, they've all got been given like. There's about twelve like running sessions that they've been given. Like they've been given upper body um, circuits to do in the house. Um, but again, like it's difficult to, to to do this because like players like train to com- uh, to compete, and if if they're not if the, if there's no like definitive date like when will actually return like you could you could, you know like as a player you could probably sense that that you know the, the motivation starts to probably get less and less and but you know that's where it comes down to again like we need some clarity in terms of if if the season will get finished like brilliant if it's not then that's fine like everybody just needs to move on and accept it but again you you want it to be like the like the like the fairest and best solution possible, so everybody kind of like, kind of agrees to it as well. Because like, there's also clubs coming into the east of Scotland next season, so like the sections that we're actually in at the minute are going to be even tougher next season. So yeah. you know, like, this 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 was a huge opportunity for us to try and progress. So like from a selfish point of view, you know, we we want the opportunity to to go to to finish the job that we all we start the, the start of the season because nobody with this re- great respect probably looked at us at the start of the season and the season that we probably had last year and thought they probably didn't give us much chance of certainly having the season that we've actually had but you know I think when we have played teams of a higher level there hasn't been a huge difference even when we played muscle but having not played for six weeks like we went toe to toe with them and we gave them a right good game and if anything we probably shaded it over the course of 120 minutes and so we aren't far away um, but like the problem for us next season is going to be is like there's a lot of our boys have deserved the opportunity to go up and test themselves at a higher level. Um, so, you know, there I would imagine that there'll be clubs that will look at us and think that you know they they can't take, come and take some of our players. And like you, you, as a as a you have to look back and as a player's point of view, like, you you can't kind of. You, hold boys back from wanting to test themselves because boys have ultimately deserved that opportunity um, to do that so you know we, we've got to plan for um, not going up but at the same time you know we have to plan on like the right decision getting made so that if we do finish the season then everybody's ready to go That so we do give ourselves the best possible chance to pick up the points that we need Yeah and that was one of the things that impressed me uh, before the season started, was was the likes of Jordan obviously moving on uh, to use and and the signings you were making, uh, having a bit of a knowledge about some of the players, I was like, you know, I, I thought he were going to be a force, uh, hmm. you know, and, and you've kind of proved that. But I I, I take it, you're, would you be concerned if you were still in the the division um, next season that you would probably, you know, you kind of touched on it there, but would you be worried about losing some of your best players? Ah, of course, I think that's just like f- football in general. I think like it's it's almost like easy pickings to an extent, but at the same time, like we give young players the platform to prove themselves and like move on. And if, if it's a, a if it's an opportunity which is right for the player and right for the club, like I certainly wouldn't stand in these way because at the end of the day as well, like, like 
like I'm ambitious, like the, the, the people which I've got support me are ambitious. So we would be kind of like kind of like naive if we didn't allow players the opportunity to do that. But at the same time as well, like we have built like a very good group of players which deserve that opportunity. Um, because like, we we started this like I came in and um, I think it was like, December time and like the boys had to suffer like we had to before we came in like we were, it was they were, they were getting some absolute doings um, and like we steadied it we, we, you know it was like, the odd goal defeats we picked up three points uh, no, about seven points in nine games but at the same time we knew we couldn't have won the league the following year or being at the top end of the league competing the way that we were playing so we had to make sure that the boys which we had at that moment in time we had to you know like get a system which we thought would give us the best possible chance of picking points scoring goals and conceding as few as possible so we've done that and the boys which we felt which could do that came with us and then ultimately like every kind of Transfer or transfer window, if you want to call it that, we had to improve and we've done that and we've improved the squad as, as the seasons went on. And sometimes we've got to be ruthless and make difficult decisions, and like we've done that, and um, we're, we're certainly in like a like a ridiculously strong position to finish off the season strongly. And like it's it's just unfortunate that this has obviously happened, but like there's nothing that anybody could have done um, because you know like we've had games which. We had a game postponed against Craig Royston um, just after Christmas. It was, I think it was the 28th. They, that got postponed because they couldn't field a team. So that would have been, no disrespect, that would have been three points. Um, yeah. We then had a game against Ormiston, which got postponed, um, which was the only game postponed in, I think, the whole of Scotland. Um, again, I, I would like to think that would have been another three points. Um, so that would have been six points. Um, and then we have another three games, which you know would have been difficult games, but we like to think that we could have won these games. So technically, we could have been um, had the points to have, have already been promoted. So then the season, if, if they say the season was null and void, if, if we had already been promoted, what would have happened in that situation? Yeah. Um, and that, that ultimately, like, that's now not the situation. But there's a party which thinks like, fuck. Um, <laughs> that, Ah, genuinely, it is. It's, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's, that's that 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 is a, a slight rebate on, um, you know, like where we're actually at. But like in terms of the like players and stuff, like you can't fault them for what they've done. It's they've had like an unbelievable season. But you know, like they they, they do deserve the opportunity to go up and test themselves. No, they, that was great, mate. I was it's good to get a, a, an insight of uh, Tynecastle a wee bit more. Uh, to be honest, it's not a club I know loads about. Um. You know, because of where I'm based, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm Fife, so I, I know tend to be uh, more like Hella Beef, Crossgates, yeah, and whatnot. But yeah, um, I kind of share your views on a lot of that stuff. Um, I, I share the frustrations. Um, uh, understandably, you know, you as as we've mentioned, how many points you are clear and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm hoping, um, these guys, you know, there'll be a resolution for for all these clubs. Um, hopefully. The right thing will happen. I don't think it's it's an easy choice. I'm certainly glad that I'm not making it, and I, I think a few people will probably get pissed off, or a few clubs will be pissed off no matter what happens. So, I don't. I don't think like there's going to be right, right or like, wrong answer because like nobody when knows like, when like football will return um, mm-hmm. because nobody knows like how how this disease virus is going to kind of. Like spread, and then it's once making sure, like it's like the last thing I wanted to do is like certainly even like we had a training session on Thursday before, 
like the, we had the training session on the Thursday and then on the Friday the games got cancelled and to be honest on the, the, the training session on the Thursday I didn't feel comfortable taking that training session um, because like, like I've got like a like a, uh, obviously a, a, a gran, um, I've got like, probably like family yeah. members which would come into the category which would be vulnerable. Um, so it's not something which I would, I was comfortable with. And at the same time, like the players' welfare and their uh, families' welfare, um, like ultimately it's, it's, it's such a tough decision. But like, I can't see beyond like the, the season not getting finished if, if that has to be in October and then it's a shorter season next season. But like that, that has to, like, Whatever happens, probably at the, at the top leagues has to filter down to our league, um, and that's the only way that it can get done. Like I've seen, obviously in England, like the from step three to six, um, that like their season has um, been basically declared null and void, um, and like there's teams in a similar situation to us, which um, had been, which probably would have been like probably really frustrated about that decision, but. It's, it's whoever makes that decision is going to like obviously upset a few people, but you know, like certainly from a, a manager's perspective, you want to be able to certainly if, like plan ahead and make sure that whatever's decided, you've got the best possible chance to be successful. So hopefully that decision gets made fairly soon. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Callum. It's been a, a pleasure uh, speaking to you, mate. As I say, it's great to to get uh, different views and obviously um, the gaffers, you know, like CRCL will, you know, um, I, I appreciate the honesty uh, in a lot, on a lot of these instances because I know how hard it is to, to, to obviously, um, you know, and I, I feel for you as I actually do, I feel for the team, I feel for a lot of the, the guys, especially the guys that have worked so hard, like CRCL and, and your players and for it all to be not, um, which might even be the possibility, um, yeah, that, you know, I'd feel I'd feel uh, bad for you guys. Ah, like, like again, I come back. Like, there was no guarantees. Listen, like, there was no guarantees that we were going to win anything, um, because like we still got like a lot of games to. Like, we've got ten games to play, um, but like we've played seven at the top eight in the other section. Like we've won every single game in our section, and we've won five, drawn two at the, the top seven in the other section. So like, we had games which we believed that we could win, um, but. Um, you know, I think it's, it's, it comes back to it's just a case of that decision being made, and everybody's just got to to go with that decision and uh, get on with it. And if it's not the decision that we want, we, we have to accept it and move on. But if it, if it is, then you know, I, I've got to make sure that the players are ready to come back and, and pick up the points to get us over the line. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck and all the best. And I, I appreciate you talking to me today, Callum. Um, keep safe and wish all the best to to you and yours. And uh, yeah, um, hopefully, if there's a, you know anything said in the next few weeks, um, I'm, I'm glad to speak to you again and obviously get your reaction to to everything. And um, yeah, as I said, mate, all the best, and uh, speak soon. Right, absolutely, top man. Cheers. 